0: Good afternoon, there, gentlemen. We're back for episode five. Could you guys tell me how you're doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Ready to get to work. All right. I'm
2: also doing well, and I'm amazed that we're already at episode five. It moves quick.
0: That is true. It happened. Fascinating. Anyways, through the magic of editing, we'll get all that stuff lined up there. Today, we are diving into a fascinating topic. The title of today's episode is Ready for Launch? Our first steps to Inside launching a vacation rental management company, partners, tech stack, inventory growth. A lot to discuss here. So gentlemen, I think we can dive right in. Now, last episode, we just talked about Casago. We talked about selecting them. So if you guys want to learn more about why Kasago, I think last episode better home for you to explore that further but let's go over to you scott get the basics out of the way let's talk a little bit about now that you've agreed to partner with them tell me a little bit about the plan for delmar like the location the business plan the focus what are going to be these like first maybe let's call it two months three months of what you're going to work on initially to get that initial traction to get that initial inventory so that you can hit the ground running with inventory as we head into kind of the spring and summer here of 23
1: yeah, no, it's perfect. Yeah. So the architect gets to go first today, right? Because this is where the rubber hits the road. So I really it started for us. Technically, it started for us back in June when Adam and I weren't even working together yet. But then we we move forward, right? And we really accelerate this in November. So we started back in, we'll call it November, just for safety's sake, right? Because Adam was here and we were getting started, but ultimately it started with the people that we surround ourselves with, right? So Adam's been a part of one of these already. We have a quarterly business review that we do here. And we do it with all of the companies and all the teams. And it's really a check-in, right? But it's a check-in of having the right people in the room to hear you and to call you out, right? And to challenge you. And again, I think we've talked about this before, but I need some of that, right? Certainly around some of my plans, right? Because I, I think I can achieve anything and I set out to do a lot of great things, but I've got these people in the room with us that will challenge us, right? And say, hey, we know that you can do it. Do you really want to do it? Do you really need to do it? Is there another way? And we don't look at them as the devil's advocate types, right? We're looking for real conversation. And I think we've got the right team around us to do that. At the end of the day, Adam and I can come in with the craziest plan ever. They can shoot it a bunch of holes in it. We can go out and still do it. But that's not how we approach it, right? We take in the feedback and we're off to do bigger and better things with their feedback. So with all of those folks around us, it really helped us to start to shape the who, what, and why, and ultimately make everything that we do valuable. The other aspect for me is I've got a personal and professional mentor. He's been around, he and I have been around for five years probably now together, and he's one that really leans on me, right? he And he'll lean on me about the the details, right? He's hit me up before to say, hey, it's maybe time to shave your beard. It's looking a little long, right? But Marv covers the entire gamut, right? So again, it's, I think you've got to start with, do you have the right people around you? Are they pushing you in the right direction? And I don't want people to be confused with, You don't need a whole group of cheerleaders and supporters, right? Because that may not get you to where you want to be. You're going to need some people that are also naysayers, but productive naysayers. So really, that's where we started. From that point, right, it's, all right, what are we calling this thing? So we went with Del Mar Beach Vacations and really... Del Mar is a local thing, right? And I think that's the most important aspect of this national brands, right? All of this stuff, you got to have something that resonates with the locals, right? So Del Mar around here is Delaware and Maryland. If you want to extend it out and do Delmarva, it's Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. We, we didn't opt for the Virginia beaches. Maybe someday we'll be Del Marva, but right now we're Del Mar and just splitting that line between the beaches over there. And from Rehoboth all the way down to the end of the boardwalk in Ocean City, that's where you'll find us. It's a fitting name for it. And again, it resonates local, which I think is a big deal. Once we had that, we've got to lean to all the legal folks to do their Hey, part. Scott,
2: let me jump in real Matt, quick. So yeah. I think there's a double meaning to Del Mar, and I thought it was so nice when Scott brought this up. And I didn't really realize it was a local thing. I'm on the Outer Bank, so I don't know the local <laughs> aspects of Ocean City and Delaware. But Del Mar in Spanish is also of the city, right? It's a perfect connection. So we've got the Delaware and Ocean City connection, but we also have that beach connection to, to bring people in too. So I I love the name. I think it's perfect.
1: Check that out. Look look at the philosopher. Kill it. (laughs) I
2: had no idea. He's hey, bilingual.
0: Got, well, now he's got some Spanish stuff too. Perfect for the pending trip to Mexico. You guys are <laughs> yeah, right, that's right. right. I know one
1: yeah. We'll just keep saying from the sea, from the sea. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. So once we had the name, which I didn't know what it meant in Spanish, but Hey, that's here nor there, right. It was off to legal to do their work. And, and I will say this, right. My, my team is better than yours, right. I've, I'm surrounded by the best guys, right. They've been around us forever. They know me personally, so they know what to look out for, right. They they know all the ins and outs. They know the business side. They know the personal side. They know where all those wires are. So they're looking at structure protection, right? And we always err on the conservative side of things, right? We want to make sure things are protected. So they came in, right? They set up the LLC. They got the permits done. They got the insurance done, made sure escrow was solid, right? And for us, escrow is a huge component. We're taking the approach with escrow and we've done this before, we don't take a dollar out of escrow until the vacation is complete. And that comes from that's both owner pay and our own pay. I know that there's some people that walk the line of taking their side up front, especially if there's no cancellation clause or any of that stuff. And we're straight at it. We get paid when the owner gets paid, and we both get paid after the unit's been or the vacation's been serviced. So that's been a focus. And again, that's a big part of the legal team. And then I think. The other aspect of it is team, right? This is probably the biggest, we talked about this last episode, right? And it's the fact of we're coming in with some experience, right? We're not some newbie starting. So the team that we're surrounded by, we're a foxhole mentality group. And that means, right, when we're in the, we're in the trenches, we're in war, we're surrounded by people we can count on every single day. And that's all the way around. We That's what we live and breathe here. So it was a funny thing. I mean, Adam and I were in the car not even out of the Casago parking lot when we met with them. And we both looked at each other and said, all right, who's coming with us on this ride? Who's doing this with us? And within, I don't know, Adam, we were probably a mile away. And we said, dude, we had all the names, we were aligned and we were aligned on the why." it was a big ass because we're headed to Mexico. So we had to talk to them and say, okay, here's what we're doing. And we bring you guys a lot of crazy plans, but here's the craziest, here's what we're doing. And we've got to spend a week in Mexico and it's going to be, right? Inconvenient for our schedules. We've got a lot going on. And Conrad, Adam could back me up within five minutes, all yeses, all let's go, we're in. And just as much of excitement as Adam and I had. So that team component for us was easy, right? It was plug and play because we've got the right people. But we also knew which ones to say, hey, we need you. You're not going to touch this. You're going to be back over here still handling rev boost and tan. So that alignment for us is key we've been doing this for 30 years, right? We've talked about that. So vendors for us is a big one. We've got a strong group of vendors in Ocean City and Delaware, and they're fully aligned with us. They're fully aligned with our objectives, with roles and responsibilities. And and I'll mention this a few times. They're great at their business, which allows us to be great at our business, right? We don't have to worry about the stuff they touch, right? From property care, maintenance and cleaning, they're off to the races, right? And they're out, quite honestly, they know the owners as well as or better than we do, right? I have owners that say, hey, Tyler was over. And hey, could you send Tyler back? And they know the text, they know the cleaners. And that actually translates to us as well, because they're another representation of us on the ground. So vendors are critical, and we've got the right group. And then accounting, the worst part of this business. If you're an accountant, I'm sorry. But one of the things I did last year was I outsourced the accounting. We had it in house and there was just, there was flaws. And one of the biggest flaws was I need them to push back, right? I need them to look at me and say, why can you do it better? Why did you do it this way? And there's always that awkward line internally when they still report to you. So can they really push back? So I picked it up and moved it Moved it out. Now, it took me a year to make the decision. And I went with Steve Barber, who I give a ton of credit to. He's got a franchise up here with supporting strategies. He came in and like Adam, he came in to pitch me and said, hey, here's what it is. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Although I moved far faster with Adam both times. It took Steve a year, but I tell you, Once we got there, it has been incredible, right? And he can sit down, he can look at the plans, he can look and call out, hey, you forgot this, you didn't think of this, and he can push back in a reasonable way. And also from an external view to say, I see all of the pieces. Are you sure that you're moving this one where it needs to be? So huge shout out to Steve Barber and Supporting Strategies. We have, we have an awesome team with them. And at the end of the day, I think the other thing, Conrad, is we can get into every little detail, but remember, the offer is open for anyone at any time. Come up, walk a day in our shoes or spend a weekend with us, and we're happy to open the doors and show everyone.
0: Yeah. I think you did a good job too over the last few minutes talking about how, like the key departments, right? And then what's going to be in-house, what's going to be outsourced, what's going to be done with the vendor, even starting with the basics of the name, getting the domain name, getting the brand stuff set up, all the legal stuff set up. And it shows you how complex this business can be. It's just throw it up on Airbnb, right? You hear that from folks that um, I talk to every once in a while and it's just, yeah, quite that simple, a little bit more to it than that. So I think that was a good overview into things, a lot of details to get the business started and stuff like that. So Adam, now you don't necessarily have as much recent history working with the actual the management side of doing it. I know that's something you had done in the past previously in the Outer Banks, but you've been more on the tech side lately, obviously. That's shifted a little bit. How are you and Scott thinking about the priorities? Like, again, what is that first, now that the, the setup is done, what's the next, again, like few months look like for you as far as what's the number one priority? What's number two, number three with Del Mar?
2: Yeah, I'll stress a couple of things that that Scott said there, and I'll give a quick couple of cl- plugs and then talk about our high level priorities. So first of all, we're growing this and this discussion is centered around a group of people that have 30 years experience of In the industry of growing a management company. So, there are a lot of fine details that we're not covering here. To your point, Conrad, starting a business and starting a vacation rental business has a lot of really minute details that you've got to get right and you've got to get into place. And we're just running over those really quickly. If there's audience interest, we could get into the specifics about all that on a future podcast. But what I will say is two quick plugs. One, I'm a believer in AI and I was not, I did, was not even on my radar when I wrote a future tech stack article for Matt Landahl three months ago. And now I'm a huge believer. I had two meetings this week with AI companies, one that's going to layer in on top of support, one that's going to layer in on top of sales. And I see a huge amount of potential with that. I just mentioned that and maybe there'll be a future episode on that. But I say that because Brooke at Venturi a week or two ago used chat GPT to do a query around starting a new vacation rental business. And for anyone who is looking for those specific details that that I just mentioned, all of that minutia that you've got to go through, that's a great article for you to find. Go on Brooks' LinkedIn or do a quick search for it. And ChatGPT did a fantastic job of outlining everything that you need to do to start a vacation rental business. So there are resources out there and Brooks is good or even just go to ChatGPT yourself and, and start doing some searches. So you can find those details pretty quickly. As far as our priorities, because we've already got some of this established, we're leveraging the infrastructure that we already have in place. We don't have to go out and build all of this from scratch. We really turned to tech stack, partners, and inventory as our top priorities. Now, tech stack and partners will overlap a little bit, but I think it's worth it to to call it out as two different categories because I think you want to choose your partners wisely and partners and tech don't always necessarily line up the way that you think they might. So first of all, I'll go through and I'll start talking about where our priorities were. And again, we leveraged what we've already have in place. So we started to think about where are the gaps that we have? Where are the tools that we already have in place? So I'll give a quick list of the ones that we're working with and where we plugged in. I'll let Scott layer in some of his thoughts because some of these are things that he's got a more operational architect view on. And I come at it from that more tech side, sales side, inside some of these companies because we're using companies that that I've sold for, that I've been on the inside of. So the quick stack that we're looking at is Casago. As we mentioned in the last episode, that's a partner, that's a tech stack for us. So Casago was the first one. Based on that, we ended up moving with Streamline because Streamline is part of that Casago package. And I mentioned this last week, I spent time inside, inhabit inside Streamline. I think that they're the best PMS on the market. So extremely happy about that. Point Central, we are using Point Central. It's already in our infrastructure. I was fortunate to connect with Scott 10 plus years ago to sell central. And that's where this relationship started. We're still using it today. We'll use that in ocean city. When we start the franchise breezeway, same concept. I was the one who brought breezeway into tan. So we're going to continue to use breezeway extend team. This is one that Scott's got more experience with. I know the extend team, um, team pretty decent. And I think that they're offering a fantastic product and solution to the market. But I'll let Scott talk a little bit about that one. Safety, we see regulations as a huge, not burden, I think it could be an opportunity, but it's a huge evolution in this industry that we haven't seen before. Scott and I don't want to be on the political side of it. We don't want to step in and be another face at the courthouse or at City Hall trying to change those regulations. But the way that we look at it is that safety will most likely be a part of these regulations. And if it's not gonna be a part of these regulations, it really should be. So what we're gonna do from a regulations perspective is get out in front of safety and make sure that every one of our units passes a safety inspection. So we have partnered with Justin Ford and Breezeway to start a process of implementing safety across every one of our units, our TAN portfolio, as well as the new vacation rental company that we're starting in Ocean City. And then lastly, it's Venturi. It's the partnership that we've had with Brooke and the Venturi team to grow that inventory. We've talked about that a number of times and the growth engine that TAN can bring into this, but Venturi was a no-brainer for us. That's an easy one. As I mentioned last week, you can't have a property management company if you don't have properties. So we need to get out there and grow that inventory as an absolute top priority.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a good overview into different elements and there's always more to do. But I think you've covered technology, you've covered operations to some respect with regards to at least like processes, things like that, software, PMS, security, property security, a team, an extent team. Safety is critical, I agree with you there. And then like you said, inventory is kind of the engine that makes this uh, this whole thing go. So let's go back in your direction then, Scott. The partner list that kind of Adam went through there for a few minutes, your reaction to that, do you, are you happy with some of the choices that he made? Or yeah, it,
1: it's one of those things where I don't know that it happened by mistake but if you look at this it would look like we've been planning this for 10 years the way it's come together literally it just it's stacked up and i i don't recall but i'm fairly certain that adam was a part of my conversation when i was going for extend team so i think he was a little bit more involved than he thinks i know we at least talked about it because we we were always talking about these things when they came up so it's an incredible partner stack and right we'll start at the top because i'll go We've already, we basically did a commercial for them in the last episode. We, We love them. And I will tell you, it's just, they're the real deal, right? I can just leave it at that and say, Katrina, Ryan, Steve, that's who we've interacted with. I know Alex is a part of it. We haven't had as much interaction with her. Clearly we know she's the real deal as well, but they just are, they're there. They're the real deal. Point central, Adam has mentioned this one over and over again. Adam pitched this years ago. It did not take me a year to join with him. We started this one up and it was one of those things, Conrad, efficiencies, right? And we got out of the lockbox game and the lockout. Game. It was funny, it was years and years later, right? COVID hits and here we are like, all right, yeah, we're direct to unit. This was easy. We turned two 80 plus unit operations that had check-in offices, right? Because that's what we thought was still a needed and a wanted thing and we had some parking pass things. We turned them to direct to unit, like within days and not, oh, we got to get this together and that together. It was send the codes to the clients. Let's go. And it was almost like we had this vision, which maybe we can claim that we knew all along, but ultimately point central has been awesome. Breezeway is just another one. And another one brought to us by Adam, just amazing technology. Right. And we've leveraged that to really help out the teams in the field. And I think of all the things that we've done. I think the team hangs their hat on this one the most. They love Breezeway. But if you really flip that, one of the crazy things we did with Breezeway is we did away with invoicing altogether with Breezeway. Our field vendors don't invoice us. They do the work in Breezeway. And then it's like magic because on Tuesday, we push all of those, all those work orders and all the completed work into, into, from Breezeway into our system. I go in and pay invoices on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, these vendors are paid they never send us an invoice right so you take it that all the way from the field all the way through and it's just been it's been incredible so can't say enough good about breezeway extend team love everything about them we were on with them early as well which is the reoccurring theme just efficiencies right their teams are just exceptional to work with and i'll tell you one of the best things we did with the extend team crew is They're there to resolve the traveler's issue. And there's some power in that because when the travelers call, half of them will say, and maybe that's nice, but half of them are ready to fight, right? They want to know what the compensation is. What are you giving me for this? The Extend team folks are just there to resolve the issue. And that's their focus and that's their message. And I will tell you that separation of duties for us has paid off exceptionally well because ultimately, the people that come in hot that are demanding compensation, when the extend team takes care of their part and then the vendor takes care of their part, more than half of those people go away because now they went from dealing with the issue they had to it was resolved quickly. All of the animosity and all of the anxiety has gone from them. So that has given us a, an additional point of just extra service plus extra efficiency. And then Vintory, Brooke, and I don't know if we're stepbrothers like the movie or half brothers, but Brooke and I just miss each other. So I joined the enterprise just after Brooke left. So we haven't worked together directly, but we've worked together indirectly. And like the relationship that Adam and I had before he came on, Brooke is a tremendous sounding board for me. We've been side by side. And when I'm in the midst of a big decision, I don't know, say a franchise decision, he's on the list to call. He's also, he's real, he's direct, we get each other. Now, now I will say that Brooke will tell anyone that asks that I may be a tad bit impatient. He, I'm all go, and he's also, he's another guy. He's a thoughtful guy, and he thinks through everything, and his ability to build a network is second to none. So just a tremendous list of partners. And again, now you add in this new group that we're bringing. It's it's a recipe for success.
0: Yeah. I think the good news is we've done free commercials for a lot of folks so far. So you guys are putting a lot of goodwill in the bank here and you will eventually <laughs> withdraw it when necessary. Adam, anything else you want to button up here? Um, yeah. I yeah.
2: A couple of things. So one, your point there is well taken Conrad, right? Doing some commercials. But the reason we're doing these commercials is because of the community that we're building. It's because of the partners. It's this belief that we want to give back to those partners in the community, but the community right. at large, anyone who happens to listen to this podcast is also understanding the values that we have and the priorities that we have and why we're making those decisions. So I'm a big fan of giving those commercials because I'm a believer in the things that I'm doing. And I've always said that on the sales side, if I believe in it, I can sell it. And the reason that we are talking about this is because we believe it. So what I'll do maybe to close this out is just share my perspective from the sales side. So Scott's got the architect perspective who implemented these tools out in the field. I've got the perspective of being inside these businesses and selling this to the industry and trying to help them understand the value. This industry can be very confusing and technology within this industry can be very confusing. There's a lot of options. It's hard to differentiate who are the leaders, who are the right partners, who is the right tech stack. A lot of sales in this industry, unfortunately, still to this day, happen just because somebody bought a beer for you at a conference and now you had a good conversation with them and you're just going to buy their product. That is not the way this industry should continue to grow. We need to focus on the right partners with the right tools that are going to continue to push this industry forward. So I'll give quick perspective on why I'm selecting or why we are selecting these partners in this tech based on my time within the tech side, based on my time within these companies. So we nailed Casago already, but what I will say is Building an army of franchisees that is all marching in the same direction with the same message is exceptionally powerful. And Scott and I are very pleased to be within that army pushing the messages that we think are important in the industry. Streamline, again, been inside the inhabit walls for about a year and having seen Streamline as well as looking at the competition, I'm a big believer that Streamline is the best PMS in this industry. So plug for Streamline and everything that they're doing. I think they're headed in the right direction. I think they've got the strongest integrations. I think they're open to integrating the right tools at the right level. So Streamline was a no-brainer for us and that was one of the reasons we went to Casago. Point Central, all the reasons we said, it's already in, in the infrastructure. So it was hard to go in a different direction. But what I will say is, the uh, smart home space, the keyless space is pretty darn confusing. And we could probably have a full episode on that alone just to talk through the differences and and why people might select different vendors. From my perspective, I trust Point Central for a few reasons. One, it's cellular versus Wi-Fi. And I'm a huge believer that a cell signal on smart home and keyless is a very crucial part of the operation. You need to make sure that That message gets down to those locks or those thermostats, whatever you're using uh, consistently and reliably. And I think cellular is the only way to do that. Wi-Fi is too unreliable. Bigger picture, Point Central is owned by Alarm.com. Alarm.com is publicly traded worth a few billion dollars, that is a very solid company. So not only do they have solid tech, but they have a solid financial position. You don't find that in this industry. And and not many people ask those right questions because you see these vendors come and go all the time. The floor at the conferences changes every time you have a new conference. So if you bet on that keyless lock guy that came in two years ago and all of a sudden he's, now you're in some pretty deep trouble as you try to unravel that mess that you just created. So I'm a big believer in the infrastructure that Point Central has as well. Breezeway, similar concept. I think that the Breezeway team, one, they understand this industry very well. Jeremy, sold Flipkey, has been in this industry for, I don't know, 15 plus years, understands this industry and is building this industry or or building the product to support this industry with that industry knowledge in mind. I think that they've got a very good product. I think it improves the operations almost immediately. But one of the best parts that I like about Breezeway is how intuitive. It's something that you can share with your teams and with very little training, and Scott mentioned this, it's the tool that our team hangs their hat on. It's the tool that will impact your operational team. The boots on the ground who have the biggest impact on experience, they will have the greatest impact from an operations tool. And our selection would be Breezeway based on the experience that I've had.
0: Yeah, right on. I like also how you're bringing back companies that you've worked with in the past, Adam. I, I think that kind of speaks to, it was a good solution and you believe in the solution because you now have no financial benefit to buy it. And yeah, you bought it.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't back end your commission like two years later. You? No, I don't
2: think so. I might have to start talking with them about that.
0: But yeah, maybe that's worth a call. Just like, hey, by the way, guys. No, it's
2: not. no
0: but that's awesome. It's good to hear that you believe in it. And ultimately, like you said, you believed in it then, you believe in it now. And I think that being on the other side of the coin, if you will, is such a positive thing to do and look at it. And I would imagine. We'll see as we go along here and let's document that as we go along you're now going to have an even more interesting perspective on using the tool day to day with respect to things that you may have set up for people you understood how they worked but now you're going to be like oh this could be a little bit better and the feedback that you're going to be able to give those partners that you're working with I imagine is going to be pretty useful too hey wouldn't it be nice if it worked this way and I think that as someone that does also deliver services to a lot of the same clients that's the kind of feedback that helps I think any service or vendor be better is the thoughtful feedback of someone that's been all around the, the industry all around the world if you will with respect to the company so anything else you gentlemen want to add or does that could do a good job of highlighting the tech stack the tools the processes the systems i think we've done a pretty good job here today what do you guys think
1: i think we're solid so here's what i would say is let's invite a few people to join us here in the coming weeks and get some other voices we've done the commercials i think there's a few people that we should have on with us and adam and i have some ideas so let's add someone else to this and let's try to close just one time without adam making some crazy promise to get us a review how about
2: that
0: okay okay no promises do that? Just- i would agree
2: with that i would agree with that <laughs> yeah.
0: all right that's fine all right so no forget the reviews instead we'll call it a teaser we'll leave it there on a cliffhanger which is to say make sure you're subscribed because you might miss these guests if you're not subscribed to the feed so no promises on the reviews but god damn it just leave us a review please and then that'll help us quite a bit and we will catch you on the next episode thanks so much and thanks for listening we will listen you will listen on the next episode thanks guys thanks guys
2: thanks, thanks.